Do you want to lose weight but struggle to stay committed to a meal plan because you constantly feel hungry? Does food provide you comfort when you are bored, angry, lonely, or sad? If so, you are in the right place. My name is Kristen Jones, and I'm a life coach specializing in emotional eating and weight loss, and I'm also a lifelong emotional eater. I want to provide you with information, motivation, and support so you too can learn to manage your issues with food and develop a healthy relationship with yourself. Welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. Welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. My name is Kristen Jones, and thank you so much for joining me today. In today's episode number 17, we are going to talk about, are you eating your feelings? So in today's episode, you're going to learn why feelings can't be ignored and they must be acknowledged, why feelings are the first thing to consider if you want to lose weight, and lastly, steps to take to avoid eating your feelings. If you aren't a member of the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Facebook group, become a part of the community. It really is an amazing place with so many incredibly supportive, encouraging, and just life-changing women who are supporting each other through their emotional eating issues, their weight loss struggles, as well as their victories and successes. Please go to www.facebook.com slash groups slash food breakthrough and join the community. As I always do, I want to do a member update. So some of you might remember me mentioning Rhonda Taff. She was is not only a member of the community, but she's also someone that I have known for almost 20 years. We originally met when her son attended the middle school where I taught. And although I did not have him as a student, I knew who he was. And I got to know her because she eventually became a teacher and we started seeing each other at our me- at meetings. Um, she became a resource specialist as I spent nine years of my 17-year career as a resource specialist as well, working with children with learning disabilities. And so we met at meetings and she has always been one of my favorite people. And I was so thrilled when she joined the group and she jumped into the How to Lose Weight Like a Real Person five-day challenge about six weeks ago. And she had a ton of success. And I'm just thrilled to report that I have stayed connected with her and she is so committed to doing the things that she learned in the challenge. And she has thus far lost 15 pounds and is showing no signs of stopping. She has learned to be mindful when she eats. She cares and shows love for herself and she's focusing on her own needs and what makes her happy. In addition to that, she has the support of an amazing husband and they go out and walk every evening after dinner and get to spend time together reconnecting but also supporting each other as they both try to get healthy. So Rhonda, so proud of you and keep up the great work. So on to today's episode, Are You Eating Your Feelings? This is such a fabulous topic and it's one that is so near and dear to my heart because this has been an issue for me most of my life, the connection between how I'm feeling in the immediate moment and then how I turn to how I would turn to food. So the first thing we want to address is why are feelings so important? Um, many people feel that Issues need to be addressed in a very logical and non-emotional way. And while I agree to that to a certain de- I agree with that to a certain degree, I also know how very important feelings are when it comes to working towards a goal. 
Every action that we take in our lives is always driven by an emotion. So we don't do anything if there is, unless there is an emotion behind it. We know that thoughts lead to feelings and feelings generate all the actions. So actions do not happen without feelings and being, and then they are the motivators that, that cause that action. So it's essential for us to pay attention to our own feelings. So I know this sounds like a strange question, but like, what is a feeling? So a feeling, in fact, is just a vibration that's created in your brain and moves through your body. And how you are, how the feeling is created is by what you are thinking. Now, I know so many of you do not want to think that you are responsible for how you feel and that it's other people and it's what's outside of you and it's what someone said or what someone did or how they acted or how they rolled their eyes. And I am so sorry to have to tell you, but that is not what makes you unhappy. What makes you unhappy is your thoughts about someone doing that. You have absolutely every ounce of control when it comes to whether or not you want to be upset by something that happens outside of you, something around you as a circumstance. So many people are afraid of feelings and they're afraid of feeling feelings because they feel like they might get out of control. And again, all we have to remember is a feeling is merely a vibration and that's it. It's not going to kill anybody. It's not going to hurt anybody. And it's so much better to feel your emotions than it is to try and deflect and ignore them. The reality is nobody has been taught how to process and feel emotions. We in fact are taught how to react to emotions. And that is entirely different than processing emotions. Reacting, distracting, avoiding, do not make the feelings go away. In fact, it merely is a little bit of a band-aid that just covers them up just enough for just a short period of time. But unfortunately, what it does is it gives them more power. And your, your feelings that you're trying to hide from actually don't ever go away. They don't go away. They just kind of hide and then they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And feelings absolutely have to be acknowledged. So one of the, the instances that I can think of from my life that repeated itself over and over and over again was my reactions to being in social situations. And social situations have always um, really not made me very comfortable. Um, and in the case of certain social situations, especially when there's food involved, it can be very, very detrimental for me. And detrimental in a sense of just how I feel about myself. So I want to read an excerpt from my book, When Food is Your Drug, and it tells the story about one particular instance where, um, and this became, this was kind of a reoccurring theme, but one particular instance where I chose not to feel my feelings and just chose to try and blame it on the circumstance and remove myself from the circumstance thinking that was going to fix it. So a little backstory, this is our, our, the holiday party that I would have at the school where I taught. The party was at our Spanish teacher's house and I arrived early with the other members of the social committee to get things set up. The party started and things were progressing along smoothly. Nothing occurred that should have set me off. But as people arrived, I again felt that stab of being a single at an event where most people brought their spouse or significant other. 
I started to feel the anxiety build and I knew I needed to get myself out of the situation. Fortunately, there were enough people at the party that I was able to slip away undetected, but not without packing up a plateful of desserts, in fact, desserts that I had made for the party, and return to my quiet home. It took me no more than five minutes to have the plateful of desserts be wiped out, but the eating did not stop there. I rummaged through my pantry, and although I chose not to keep lots of food in my house, I ate whatever I could find to help rid me of the feelings of loneliness and isolation that I had created. Not only was I upset that again I had to attend an event without a partner, husband, boyfriend, but I had left one uncomfortable situation, the party, to put myself in an equally upsetting situation, all alone at home, while others were still having fun at the party. This made me feel even worse. None of this had been done to me. This was all self-imposed, and I had created the circumstance myself, but that didn't matter. The feelings were still there, and they were still treated with a plate of food that I wasn't hungry for and felt horrible about eating afterwards. So again, we can choose to ignore and blame it on a circumstance, blame it on a situation, when in fact we have to take responsibility for those thoughts and those feelings, the things that come first before the emotions. So why must feelings be considered if we want to lose weight? Why is that so important? Well, as I previously stated, all actions are derived from feelings. And if you're feeling terrible, your actions are going to be very different than if you were coming from a happy place. The decisions you make are going to be dramatically different. If you're feeling good about yourself, you are going to make the best decisions for yourself and do the things that are going to serve you, your body, and your mind. So... How do we actually feel good? Well, it all starts in your mind and in the thoughts that you are creating. I always like to remind people, we as human beings, having a human experience, 50% positive and 50% negative emotions are always going to be present. But it is in how we choose to react to those negative emotions that determines where our thoughts and emotions are going to go. If you're trying to lose weight, you must make hundreds of decisions every day about what to eat, what not to eat, what to resist, what looks good. Are you jealous of somebody? That person gets to eat that. Why don't I? Oh, that food looks really good. I bet it tastes really good. I really shouldn't have it. All of those thoughts, we're spending a lot of energy creating those thoughts that we hope are going to lead us in the right direction. But unfortunately, what happens is all of those thoughts end up creating a lot of work for us. And it's very, very draining. And it's really important because that happens all the time. We have to start with a solid base of feeling really strong and good about ourselves at the deepest level. And when you do that, you're more likely to make better decisions for yourself throughout the day and move forward towards your goals. If you aren't monitoring your feelings and the thoughts that are creating them, you may find yourself with lots of emotions caused by thoughts that you are unable to handle. And the only way for you to handle them is to try and deflect, ignore, and distract with something. And that most likely will be with food. By accepting the feelings that you are having and letting yourself process those feelings in a way that does not involve reacting or doing something about the feelings, you're able to let yourself 
feel the emotions and then move on. Now, I had an instance of this happen, um, and and really, actually, it showed me a lot of growth that I had made. Um, do I do I wish that these things never happen? They they would stop happening. Of course, I wish they would stop happening. But I also recognize that being an emotional eater is not something that for me is ever going to go away. Having an issue with food is not going to go away. It's always going to be there, and I just have to learn to manage it. And so. This story illustrates how I did learn, I have learned to manage it and I can make my, my turnaround time from being upset about something much, much shorter. So back in January, I had a series of events happen in my business, in my personal life, um, just wasn't in a very good space, wasn't feeling really good about myself. And the, that was self-imposed. That was created by me based upon the thoughts that I was thinking and so what ended up happening was I went to see my my early morning clients and uh, was driving to their house and I got a flat tire. You would have thought the flat tire was the absolute end of the world. I, on the surface, looked like I handled everything. I got a tow truck. I had the car taken to a, a tire shop. Everything was taken care of. I took an Uber home afterwards. It was, everything was fine. I walked into my house and I literally fell to the floor sobbing, just laid on the floor, fetal position, crying. And about five minutes in, all of a sudden I realized, I was like, oh my gosh. And I had this conversation with myself, Kristen, what are you doing? Like, it's it's like, okay, we've had enough time. And I, and I said to myself, no, I need three more minutes. So I set my timer for three more minutes and I laid on the floor and I cried and I cried and I cried. And then the bell went off and it was, I made the decision. Okay, we've had our time. We've processed. Let's move on. It's time to move on. I had a class to go teach. I had to borrow my neighbor's car to drive to where where I was teaching. I did that. And it ended up, the day ended up getting, you know, exponentially turning around, getting a much better day. But it was within that moment that I realized I sat and I really let myself feel those emotions. It was incredibly painful, but I didn't turn to food. I didn't do anything that was going to be destructive for me. I kept myself in a place where I was going to be able to take care of myself. I let myself feel the emotions and then I moved on. And it was really, after the fact, it was really exciting. In the moment, no, I didn't realize anything that I was doing and it felt horrible. But after the fact, I realized what I had done and was quite proud of myself. So what are those steps when you need to avoid eating your feelings? Well, the first thing is you need to acknowledge and accept that you're having feelings and ask yourself, what is the thought that is causing me to feel this way? Note I did not say what is the, the person or the situation or the circumstance that is causing me to feel something. The first step is accepting that you and only you are responsible for how you feel and that those feelings are based upon the thoughts about a situation or a circumstance or a person and you have created them. Remember, all thoughts are optional, and you do not have to think them. Nobody makes us think anything. Second thing, you have to decide that you're going to process the emotions instead of doing something about them. You have to sit with your feelings and let the vibration move through your body. Feel it. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to feel awful. They most likely will be tears if, in fact, it's that kind of an emotion and let it run its course through your body, and then when you're done, you move on. 
Number three, you have to decide how can you change your thoughts so these feelings are not present and bring yourself to that place of feeling and letting go of those emotions so they're no longer present in your body. We need to make sure that we are letting ourselves, we're not only letting ourselves feel the feelings, but then we're starting to think, okay, what are the thoughts that I can have instead of this? It's going to put me in a better place. The fourth thing, for many people, it is very, very helpful to journal on the thoughts that you're having, that you're bringing up, and get them out of your body in that way. I personally prefer to do the crying thing. (laughs) That works for me. Um, But for many people, the crying and journaling can can work wonders, can do many, many things to get those feelings and thoughts and emotions out of your, out of your body. Um, And then lastly, you want to commit to acknowledging the feelings you are creating. You want to commit to doing that on a regular basis. Really check in. When you're not feeling right and you're like, God, why am I so irritable? You know, sometimes you wake up and you're like, boy, I woke up and I'm on the wrong side of the bed. What? That feeling didn't just come from somewhere. It didn't just come out of thin air. It's based upon your thoughts. What are you thinking that is creating that emotion that you're feeling? And then be responsible to say, well, that thought clearly isn't serving me. So let's do it. Let's think of another thought. Um, and with weight loss, it is processing your feelings instead of eating something to distract, avoid, and resist the feelings that you must process. We always need to remember that during, and when we're, when we're wanting to eat something and we know we're not hungry. So for those of you who are nighttime eaters or mid-afternoon before dinner eaters, what is it? And usually this is more more appropriate for the nighttime eaters because they're really not hungry because they have eaten dinner. So what is it? What is the thought that is causing you the feeling to believe that you need to eat something? Because there's a thought going through your head that you're thinking and you're not acknowledging it because it's causing the feeling that then is acting, wanting you to then do something and eat something to react and to, to avoid or distract or ignore that, that feeling. So we have to commit to being aware and really taking care of ourselves to make sure that, that we are putting ourselves in the best possible position to reach our goals, to move forward and to live the life that we want to live. Now, if this is something that resonates with you and you think, gosh, you know what? It is my thinking. I think it's my thinking that, that is really taking me down a path that I don't want to go down. If that's you and you are carrying around weight that you really think is associated and a direct result of you not processing and thinking about your feelings and processing your feelings and really owning that part of who you are and you don't have the first idea about how you're supposed to fix this, I really, really want you to book a 20-minute free mini session with me. I'll give you a little bit of coaching. We'll talk about your situation, and then we'll talk about what your next steps are. You do not have to just suffer and think, okay, well, maybe I'll try and control, you know, I'll try to do this, or I'll try to go for a walk, or all of these things. We need to learn how our brain works, we need to learn about how we can go through and process these emotions, not react, not do something, not throw things, but how can we process them and then be done with them and then move forward and be a stronger person. So if that's something that really resonates with you, but you're not sure where to go, please, in the show notes, I'm going to put a link to booking a 20-minute mini session with me 
please go ahead and do that and I'd love to help you out. All right. Thank you again for joining me this week. And um, again, pay attention to your feelings and then ask yourself, what is the thought that's causing this? And why is that thought causing me to feel this way and then causing me to want to eat something? Because ultimately, we always just want to eat when we're hungry and we want to get into that habit of just making sure that our, that we are addressing our feelings and we're not ignoring them or deflecting them. All right, again, if you are not a member of the Facebook, the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Facebook group, please go ahead and join us. Jump on over to Facebook, www.facebook.com slash groups slash food breakthrough and join us in the group. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week and we'll see you next week.